Okay, it's been a couple days, but it is now tea time, so to speak. I'm working on some other projects, but I thought I'd get back to this particular reading. Um, Since there are people who are listening in on the podcast, I don't really advertise the podcast, but for some reason it picks up pretty well. Um, The name of the article is A Leadership Framework Derived from the Ideas of C.G. Jung um, by by John G. Corlett. Um, CG, uh, C stands for Carl Jung. Journal of Jungian Scholar, Scholarly Studies, Volume 17, 2022. I read the introduction in one sitting, read the literature review in a major sitting that was about 20 minutes. Um, I read the next section in the four different areas, the four different components. Jung points to a leadership framework. Uh, those were really interesting as they built upon the Jungian theory up until this time. And then most recently read Leadership Behavior, which was a number of bullet points and had to do with um, basically how uh, different groups have researched some of these ideas of Carl Jung and uh, kind of tracked the behavior. The next section is just about three paragraphs, so I'll read it real quick. It's Implications of the Framework for Leadership Theory and Practice. The assertion in this study that individuation, achieving personality, is central to the making of a leader sits within a significant body of scholarship that analyzes self-awareness as a factor in success as a leader, some of it appearing under the rubric of authentic leadership, quote-unquote. Taken together, um, there's a number of these people who uh, looked into it, capture the scope of the work Jung's ideas appear in these studies only rarely but they do capture the scope of the work um, someone states that Jung's uh, idea of the undiscovered self in his study in his discussion of the self uh, that's mentioned although he does not link Jung's thoughts specifically to leadership This suggests how several of Jung's ideas about individuation could be incorporated into the act of leading. Some of these sources approximate Jung's ideas about leadership. Um, One group by Singh um, suggests that to become a leader, one must first understand oneself. Uh, Kuzes and Posner argue that it is through an inner process of self-examination that you find the awareness needed to lead. Um, Ketz de Vries asserts that all of us possess uh, some kind of internal theater. Um, these are all very Jungian concepts, I guess, that significantly induces, influences our lives and castings as leaders um, also assist. Just two scholars, however, appear to share Jung's single-mindedness about a casual connection between acquiring deep self-knowledge and becoming a leader. Webb makes his point succinctly. It's who you are as a person that makes you a leader. Bennis is equally pithy. To become a leader, then, you must become yourself, become the maker of your own life. In this connection, one of my early mentors... Uh, opined that in his experience, true leaders have developed skills around a core passion that bears no direct relationship to leadership. So here are all these people trying to analyze Jungian leadership principles and how to become a leader, and there are some that are very still very much still very much like Jung, 
um, stating that it grows from something deep within and um, you just become more of who you are. That, I believe, would be personally uh, closer to Jungian theory. It becomes evident to me in scanning the literature referenced above that the position taken by Webb, Bennis, and Young, that is, the achievement of personality that makes one a leader, is a relative rarity in the world of conventional leadership theory. Got that right. Arguably, widespread is what amounts essentially to the opposite view, namely that one becomes a leader by engaging in the work of leadership. This stance is summed up by leadership theorist Maxwell, John Maxwell, I assume, who wrote the, that attaining what he calls personhood, which he defines as achieving a position where people follow because of who you are, what you represent, is reserved for leaders who have spent years growing people and organizations. In short, one spends a career running organizations as a result and achieves personality. I cannot help wondering whether working level associates in many organizations might not be far better served by people in positions of authority who were expected to achieve personhood to become leaders before being given the responsibilities that go along with being in charge. So um, apparently Jungian theory kind of cuts against what we might call Maxwellian theory and uh, there have been some issues you know, I have had at times with Maxwellian theory over time, but um, apparently I've never done a, an in-depth deep dive, pretty much, comparing John Maxwell to Carl Jung. I'm not sure those two would be on the same page. Um, anyway, the innate ability to lead is something certainly that one must consider. Um, I think in Christian terms, if I can add the idea of Christian terms... Uh, or Jewish, Judeo-Christian terms throughout the whole Bible, you do have certain people that seem to be called and set apart. You have this wide call that's for everyone to become a Christian, in my opinion. God doesn't will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance, that all should come to know the Lord. So the call to come to Christ is certainly available for anyone but the ability to be chosen to step into a leadership role, that seems to be uh, reserved at times for those that God wants to use. And um, if you're not a leader in this particular season of your life, perhaps in the next season you will be. I think of the 12 apostles, you know, there wasn't 70 to start with, there was 12. But sometime in the point of uh, his ministry, there were 70 that were sent out. Um, by the time Christ ascended and went to heaven, there was 120 that were in the upper room. Um, by the time they were finished praying on the day of Pentecost, there were 3,000. And that's just counting men. And then, you know, if not, not much longer in Acts chapter 3, you know, when Peter and John go to the temple to pray and a certain man is lame and he's healed through the word and faith of uh, Peter... And he goes walking and leaping and praising God, then 5,000 people come to the Lord. And so you just have this multiplication that happens. And these are people who go out and become world changers. Um, many of them were witnesses. The Bible talks about there being at least 500 that had seen Christ whenever he, or Paul talks about this, 500 who saw Christ after he was ascended or after he came back to life and was resurrected. 
So there was at least 500 witnesses, and certainly these people, by the very name witnesses, were sharing their testimonies and looked to as leaders throughout the early church. People could say, well, if you don't believe my particular story about Christ, then let me introduce you to Joe here. Joe actually saw him. Yeah, Joe, why don't you tell him about when you put your you know, fingers in his hands and felt his nail prints and... Why don't you tell him about that experience when you all are standing on the mountain and you saw him rise up into heaven and, you know, the angels appeared and said, why are you just standing around here looking? He's going to come back the same way that he left. So there are certain times and seasons in our lives where all I'm saying is um, there's some sort of calling or tug or pull toward leadership in certain leadership roles. And that does seem to be outside of us. Um, contrary to popular belief, there are ways that we can sure tune up our skills, become greater leaders, influence people. Yes, we can do all those things, but then there are certainly times where uh, it's like an accelerant. God puts something there on the fire and it just becomes some sort of massive flame and we actually become strong leaders. And I certainly think that Carl Jung is onto something with this particular point of his theory when it comes to leadership. So that's all I really wanted to add to it. And I hope you all enjoy the rest of your day. If I don't catch you again before the weekend, I hope you enjoy the weekend. But there's a slight possibility I'll do a little bit more reading on this article. It is fascinating after all.